Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuck. We're here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, the Falcons are master manipulators of their roster. Braves make a big move, and it's getting ridiculous for the Hawks. It's all next. Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. Hitting Hard is brought to you by Bet Online. We ask you to head over to youtube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button. Be a part of our ever growing community. We're up over 5,000 folks trying to head toward that 6,000 mark. I want you to be a part of that. Leave us a comment there. We are free and available to download as well on your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. When you check us out on your platform, make sure you hit that subscribe button and catch us every single day. And of course, Roku and Amazon Fire, we are available there. Follow me at JMCH316 on my personal Twitter page. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I give the Atlanta Falcons credit. They are master manipulators of their roster. We've gone over this. We started this podcast on April 1st. And we've gone bang by bang, bing, bop, boop, bop, bop. Every time the Falcons did something just sneakily with the roster, right? It's Deion Jones. Oh, Deion's playing. He's about, oh, he's hurt. Oh, the knee surgery. All that manipulation that they did with Deion Jones to do exactly what we told you they do, to trade him away. Jalen Mayfield here recently, right? I, I told you months ago, Mayfield was never going to be a part of the active roster. I thought he'd be on the practice squad at least. They could try to use him. But all of a sudden, his back was so bad that he missed the first 13 weeks of the season. And now he's gone on IR. Now here's the latest. This is fantastic. So Arthur Smith talked yesterday about changing up quarterbacks. And obviously, Desmond Ritter, we know is going to be the starter. And the reason that they're changing up quarterbacks, and this is the quote from Arthur Smith is, quote, it's a performance-based decision. I talked last time about trying to get over the hump in some of these close games. We feel like this is the best decision based on where the team's at and where he's at. Mariota's injury had nothing to do with that decision. What, what, wait, wait a second. Mariota's injury? What, what, what injury? Wait, wait a second. He's hurt? Oh, yeah. Here's the other quote from Arthur Smith, and I love this. He's got a chronic knee that he wants to get evaluated. I anticipate him going on IR. Now, let's see. Let's think about this for a second. How many games are left in the season? Um, There's four games left in the season. If you go on IR, you have to miss a minimum of, let me see, one piggly wiggly, two piggly. Oh, four. That's right. That's right. Oh, so conveniently, he's going to head to IR. He'll miss the rest of the season with his chronic knee injury, but he's being pulled because it's performance based. So, what if it wasn't? Per- what, if, what if he had been performing well, but he had a chronic knee injury? Would we see Desmond Ritter? I, listen, I love Coach Smith. I I absolutely I I love Coach Smith. I love Dean Pease. 
And I love when they tell you all of this falderall, all of this nonsense, all of this bunk malarkey and bull, and that's not a divorce law firm. I love when they give you all this stuff. If you think all of a sudden, Marcus, Mar this is pure roster manipulation. All of a sudden, he's got a chronic knee, okay? Here's what we know, okay? And, and this is not about Mariota being a bad teammate or anything like that, not wanting to mentor the young quarterback. But this takes all of the pressure of the discussion away. What if Ritter goes out to, uh, on Sunday and he goes 11 for 27 with three interceptions and 100 yards and is awful and fumbles it twice and all that kind of stuff? Guess what Arthur Smith does not have to do now? He doesn't have to stand up in front of a on a podium in front of the softest tissue, Atlanta media, the blue checkmark media, and answer questions about, well, are you going back to Mariota? Did, did you lose confidence in Ritter? Now all of that is because now your backup is Logan Whiteside, who was a hell of a college quarterback. If you ever saw him up at, at Toledo, was a hell of a college quarterback. Really good in college. But He's about as valuable at quarterback as I am to the Falcons right now. So now you take away all of the conversation. Desmond Ritter, good, bad, ugly, whatever. This allows them to not have to answer any questions about making a change again at quarterback or whatever. Look, Desmond Ritter plays fine, wouldn't be an issue. But what if he doesn't play well? Well, you're going to go back to Mariota? Well, you're not now because he's on IR and he won't be here next year. When, when, when the season's over and they can start making transactions, Marcus Mariota won't be here. They're not going to pick up his second year on the contract. He'll be gone, right? The, the Mariota era of Falcons football is over. Hasta lasagna, don't get any on you, right? It's fun while it lasted. You know, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, as we said at the end of the night, and being at a bar, right? This is fantastic. I, I, Every time I see one of these quotes, Dion, Mayfield, I mean, every time I see one of these things about one of their guys, they are masters at moving the roster around and manipulating it to where they don't have to answer questions. They don't have to, they can stay, you know, the NBA is famous for stash and dash guys, right? Falcons are the, Falcons have learned some things from the Hawks over the years because they are fantastic about stash and dash players. So I read those quotes and comments. I love it. I love Arthur Smith. I love Dean Pease. I love these guys that we got because they manipulate and they take away and again, with all due let, let's let's say this with all due respect. I'll put the caveat on. Okay, it ain't like the local Atlanta media is going to bombard Arthur Smith or these coaches with the really tougher, you know, uncomfortable questions and things. Right? It's not like our local Atlanta media is going to go out there and crush him. But they are masters in how to manipulate the roster with just perfect timing. They they. I told you, they had a master plan in place. They deserve a, 
a doctorate for the master plan that they had in place about how to manipulate Deion Jones. They've had one for Jalen Mayfield. And now you see that with the change at quarterback, now they've done it again with Marcus Mariota. So give them a lot of credit. Listen, they're masters at it. I, I'm cracking up. I'm enjoying every bit of it. Take it for what it is. Okay. You know, you got to read between the lines on everything and you got to know what's really going on behind the scenes out there. When I tell you that if they thought Mariota was leading them to a playoff spot, guess who'd be at quarterback this week? Old number one. Congrats to the Falcons. They are absolute masters at how to manipulate their roster. Right, I want to talk about my friends over at Bet Online. Listen, betonline.net is your number one source for all of your sports wagering information. So listen, you want to get in on the last quarter of the NFL. College basketball is rolling right along. NBA, we're neck deep. We're more than a third of the way. We're going to talk about that here in just a few minutes. More than a third of the way through the season now. You want to get in on the action, head over to betonline.net. Look, it's very simple. Take your mobile device, right? Go on that mobile device. Pop in betonline.net. Check out all of the news and information they have. You want scores, you want stats, you want podcast news and information. Everything is available at your fingertips at betonline.net. Then, once you've got the information to make you a smarter sports better, get in on the action. You want NHL, you want college basketball, you want NBA, you want NFL. Guess what we've got? This is a better's dream coming up. It's bowl game season, right? We're going to have Florida and Oregon State coming up here very quickly, right? It is bowl game season. It's a better's dream. BetOnline.net is the place to go. Get in on all the action very simply and easily at BetOnline.net. It's where the action starts. So the Braves yesterday made a big move as they went out and got themselves arguably the top one or two defensive catchers in all of baseball. So Sean Murphy comes over to the Braves from the Oakland A's. It was a three-team trade. So the Braves gave up Kyle Muller, Manny Pena, Freddie uh, Tarnock, and Royber Salinas. Those guys went to Oakland. And then Wild Bill, William Contreras, and Justin Yeager went to Milwaukee. And then Milwaukee and Oakland did a couple of things with them and this, that, and the other. So Sean Murphy, just to give you an idea, he won the Gold Glove in 2021 as a catcher for the Oakland A's. This past season, he was a finalist for the Gold Glove, so he was in the top three, finished fourth in the Rookie of the Year voting in 2020 during the pandemic, shortened pandemic season. This past year, besides being in the finals for the Gold Glove, he had 37 doubles, 18 homers, and 66 RBIs. Now, only hit 250, 332 on base, 759 OPS, finished 22nd in uh, the MVP voting, scored 67 runs. But played 148 games, and I think I think 138 were at catcher. I think it was 10 games that he DH. So younger guy, when I say younger guy, I, he's not super young. He's he just turned 28 in October. Okay, won't be 29 until the season's almost completely over. And more importantly, is they have three years to control for Sean Murphy. So the player itself is a very good acquisition. I think where people are concerned is one is you gave up a volume of players to it, okay? But here's the thing, okay? Th this is what I always talk about. Take Contreras out of the mix for a second, okay? Take Set him aside because I want to talk about him separately. All of the other guys, look, Manny Pena's a eighth-string catcher, okay? 
They brought him in last year to be Darno's backup, and he lasted about three weeks, and that was it. Mueller, whatever. This guy, I mean, whatever. It's all prospects. When when I, I'm one of those people that believes that when you have a chance to acquire legitimate major league talent, you don't get frightened about moving prospects. I was never afraid to move Pache or Waters if it meant getting a Mookie Betts or somebody like that. Never be afraid to give those guys up because the unknown of those guys is so drastic that when you have a known commodity, you, you, there's no there's no prospect that you can guarantee will give you the same as what your known commodity is in the in Major League Baseball. If I've got a guy who's a home run hitting gold glove catcher, and there aren't many of those guys running around Major League Baseball, if I have one of those guys, then that's going to be better than any amount of prospects that I give up. So volume, who cares? I mean, with all due respect, like you, you got all these guys that you're, you'll be lucky if you give up five prospects, you'll be lucky if one of those guys pans out for you. So I got no issue problem with that. Now, the William Contreras part, boy, oh boy, I'm very torn on this. I understand what Murphy is. And, and I expect if he's hitting 16 or 18 homers in Oakland Alameda Coliseum, I expect that number to go up, kind of like what we thought with Matt Olson. But I do I do expect Murphy's numbers will go up some. I, I expect those numbers to jump up a little bit simply because he'll be playing in a much better park than what he is now. I mean, Oakland Coliseum is a dreadful park to hit in. But 37 doubles for a catcher, I mean, that's a ridiculously high number. You know, he had 23 the season before, 37 this past year. Let me tell you, he hits 37 doubles and 20 homers on this team with all of those guys running around the bases. He could drive in 100 runs for this team. Oh, crazy. He's like a play. Let me tell you, if he could drive in 66 runs for the most despicable, disgraceful, scuzzbag, flea bag, low life, dirt bag organization baseball who they've given up everybody now they have wiped the slate clean because murphy's got three years of arbitration control it's not like he's going anywhere anytime soon and guess what's gonna guess what's gonna happen okay get, get your watch on it get your let's get it out with your watch and i got my austin 316 shirt on let's do the austin thing he's gonna get an extension here soon ain't gonna be long they're gonna extend him because he's only 28 now and he's not going to be 29 until October of next year. So you still got plenty of decent years out of him, even headed toward 30. And, and again, I've talked before about this is Darno's last year. I think they re-sign him and make him the backup moving forward. I'd love to have Darno as my backup catcher. So I like the player. But boy, I am a really big fan of William Contreras. And... I just heard Alex Anthopoulos doing an interview, and, and he said that number one highest main priority for them when they're looking at a catcher is defense and calling games and things like that. All of the offensive production is secondary. I mean, look at a guy like Manny Pena. They were locked in, to use a pun, to get Manny Pena because he's such a good defensive catcher. They didn't give a crap about his offense. 
the the offense from a catcher is a bonus for what Alex Anthopoulos is looking for. He wants a defensive minded. He wants a top flight defensive calling a game catcher. And Murphy's a guy, I think he has the second fastest throw from home to second in Major League Baseball. I think only Real Muto is faster at throwing it to second base. But all that aside, he's an outstanding defensive catcher. That's what they want first and foremost. So while Contreras may potentially be long-term a really good run producer, and he's going to Milwaukee, you hate to see the Brewers get better, but he's going to Milwaukee. That's the only thing that I just, gosh darn, I, I hate to give up on Contreras because he is becoming a known commodity. He, he's he's a guy who under 24 years old is already a 20 homer hitter. So I'm, I could care less about the volume of players. That's what everybody's talking about. The, the vol, they gave up so many, but who cares? Who cares how many pro? They could give up a thousand prospects. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares about that stuff. Tell me what we're trying to. We're in World Series win now mode. We're not in. Let's develop our prospects and hope for the best. We are in. Give me quality major league talent. I got to go win the World Series. Not in a two year period. Not three years from now. I got to win it this next year. I'm looking at my, my calendar. Says it's 2022. So that if I my math is right. We're going to head into the year of our Lord, 2023, in about 18 days. Today's the 13th. No, 19 days. See, I can't even do the math on the date. So in 19 days, we'll be in the year of our Lord, 2023. The expectation is to win the World Series in the year of our Lord, 2023. Not 24, not 25, not 26. We're going to add those years on, but we're not building to wait. So give up a 1,000 prospects. But boy, I like William Contreras a lot. I like Contreras. I like what he brings to this team. I like his attitude. I just, young guy who can play catcher. I understand they want defense and everything first. I understand Contreras has got some growing. But boy, I'd like to have him. The rest of those guys, Kyle Muller, you know, all these other guys, see ya, bye. Hasta lasagna, don't get any on ya. That's what we're telling everybody today. Get out of here. Uh, the prospects. Give me a gold glove, 20 homer catcher every day of the week. So I like the trade. I'm not anti the trade. Could care less about the volume of players. Just hated to give up Contreras just yet. I want to mention too, besides uh, making uh, hitting hard your first listen every day, make sure Locked On Sports today is your second listen. Biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Locked On Sports today is available on Odyssey, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast from. And want to talk about my friends over at Built Bar. Yes, look, it's holiday season, right? We're eating like crazy. We're going nuts. We're trying to at least salvage something with the weight and the health and everything like that. What do I need? I need low carb, low sugar. I need low calorie, but high protein. Need to keep my protein up, but I need everything else low. Built.com is the place to go. Check out their wide menu of, of different things available, all their different product lines. We've talked many times on the show about the protein-infused marshmallow puffs. So you're looking for something a little different taste and texture, but doesn't have all the calories and sugar and protein or uh, carbs, I should say, and everything else, but high protein, the marshmallow puffs is the way to go. So head to Built.com today. Check out their wide menu of all of their different products that they have available. Get your order put together. They've always got the new flavor of the month coming out. So check out the new flavors 
Try the new flavors. I actually just ate my last built bar over the weekend as a quick snack on Saturday morning during my college football show. So always carry one of those around with me. But when you head to built.com and you get your order put together, when you get to checkout, use the coupon code LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, the number one, the number five. Use LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order simply by using the promo code LOCKEDON15. Again, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, the number one, the number five. Head to built.com today. Check out their wide menu. Save yourself 15% off. I promise you, you're going to love the products and it's going to give you everything you need. Head to built.com today. So last night, the Atlanta Hawks lost to the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, just on the surface of that, the Grizzlies, by the way, are 18 and nine on the season now, okay? 12 and two at home. On the surface, you say, okay, that's not a bad loss in this, any other. But this is the thing about the Hawks. First off, they had four starters out last night. Capella goes down early in the game, they pull him. Trey was already out. Collins is day-to-day. We're hearing, I heard the GM this morning say Collins is day-to-day. DeJounte Murray, we know, is out for a few weeks. The only starter he ended up playing with last night was DeAndre Hunter. And at one point, they were down, I think, 34, 36 in the game. They got blown out by the Grizzlies, 128-103. Even though the Grizzlies didn't have, let's see, who's that guy that's really good for the uh, Grizzlies? Who's that guy? What's that guy? Oh, yeah, John Morant. Right. He wasn't. He didn't play last night. And their second-leading scorer didn't play last night. So they had a bunch of injuries and stuff like that. Okay. Here we are a third of the way through the season, okay? We're now officially a third of the way through the season. Actually, we're just slightly past it, but we're a third of the way through the season. Let's just use that round round number to make it easy, okay? And here's the Hawks. They're a 500 team, and they're all beat up and banged up. I talked about this stretch of 19 games and how important it was, starting with the Sacramento Queens, the day before Thanksgiving and rolling to the end of the calendar year when they take on the Lakers, because then the schedule changes. You got to go out West and you see good teams and this, that, and the other, you know, you're playing Oklahoma, Oklahoma city. You're playing the New York Knicks. You're playing Orlando and Charlotte and Chicago and Detroit and all these stiffs and goofs and everything like that. Right. So I was, and by the way, so far in this stretch, the Hawks have won four of those games while they've lost seven. They're four and seven so far in this 19-game stretch, okay? In the NBA, you've got to take advantage of the schedule when it's in your favor. It's 82 games. It's a long grind, but you have to break it up into pieces and parts. And just like they do in the NFL, every NFL coach in the history of mankind Talks about playing in quarters. What do we do this quarter? Same thing with the NBA. I got to do chunks and stuff like that. Now, to put some perspective on it, the Hawks right now, according to your analytics and all that kind of stuff, they've played the 10th toughest schedule in the NBA. And a lot of that comes from the fact that they've had to play three games against Milwaukee. They've played three games against Philadelphia. They've had good teams that they've played. They played Utah, right? They played some of these good teams already. Moving forward, according to the analytics and the metrics and everything like that, the Hawks will have the fifth 
easiest schedule the rest of the way. And it's why you have to take advantage of it. But here we are again, beat up, banged up. I got no John Collins. Well, he's day to day. Murray's out a couple of weeks. Capella went down last night. Trey's hurt. This guy's hurt. That guy's hurt. This guy. Bogey's out last night again. It's the same old story for the Hawks. We're beat up. We're banged up. This guy can't play. That guy can't play. I missed four or five games from Hunter. I missed seven or eight games from Collins. I missed this. I missed that. Bogey's played four games this year. They're never going to get over the hump if they don't get healthy. I get injuries happen, but this is every single solitary year for the Hawks. It's always a bunch of guys going down. Last year was COVID. Last year at the same exact time, it was COVID wiping out the roster. And now last night, you're forced to start a Kongu, Griffin, Hunter, Jalen Johnson, Forrest. Kaminsky had to play 20 minutes last night. Aaron Holiday had to play 29 minutes. There's no formula for success and all that. I understand guys get hurt. And this is why I specifically talked about this, that you have to take advantage now because you get into next year, you're, you're going to start getting everybody beat up, banged up, because everybody's going to be beat up, banged up. Now you're beat up, banged up, and we haven't gotten the first of the year. And now you got to play every stiff jabron that you got on your roster because everybody's hurt. And guess what? You're a third of the way through the season, floundering around in no man's land at 500. And, and luckily, because the East sucks outside of Milwaukee and Brooklyn, probably, you're not far behind. But guess what's going to happen? We're going to head toward the halfway point of the season. It'll be here before you know it in January. And they're going to be about a 500 team. And they're going to be floundering around. And we're going to be wondering, like, well, gee, what happened? I thought we were going to be good this year. It's frustrating. It's so frustrating because this team can't stay together. You see, when they're together early on in the year, things are fine. But when they got all these guys and they start, and it's just typical Hawks, here goes everybody down and out. Thank God A.J. Griffin has played well this year. Thank God they've at least added, you know, DeJounte Murray in the mix, but obviously he's going to be out for a couple of weeks and this, that, and the other. I heard the GM say this morning that they expect John Collins to be day-to-day. Well, you know what that means. See you in a week. This team is not getting over the hump until they get healthy. And we're right back in the same boat that we were last year. Last year, COVID. Now it's injuries. This guy's out. And, you, and you, you're having to play a game where four starters are out. And the one guy that did play, Hunter, you know, surprised he didn't get knocked out in the game last night. Hawks have got to get it together, folks. Because it's going to be enough. I'm listen, listen to what I'm about to tell you. They get to the halfway point and they're floundering around. There's going to be some changes. Tony Ressler ain't going to sit around and go in the luxury tax and watch his coach flounder around and be happy with his superstar and all these kinds of things and just sit back and say, well, you know, we just got hurt and all that kind of stuff. We'll just see what happens. Not happening. Tony Ressler ain't going to sit by and just let this franchise flounder around with all the money he's put into it. Locked up his coach, his superstar, Collins, Hunter, Locked all these guys up, gave Capella an extension. They've locked all the traded multiple first round picks to go get DeJounte Murray, one of the top defensive guards in the NBA. And here we are, a third 
not not five or ten games, a third of the way through the season, and we're just floundering around and spinning around. Hawks got to get it together pretty quickly. Good news is, bunch of bums coming up on the schedule. You got Orlando, Charlotte, Orlando, Chicago, Detroit. You got a four or five game stretch here where you got bum, 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 bum. Hawks need to get it together. Get healthy and get it together. Because I don't want to, this team, I'm telling you, your owner's not going to let them just flounder around and stay down toward the bottom of the East. I want to remind you, uh, we thank you so much for making Hitting Hard with John Trucker your first listen every day. Make sure you make Locked on Sports today your second listen, the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on Odyssey, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to head over to YouTube.com and put Locked on Sports Atlanta into your search browser. And when you get there, hit that subscribe button so you kept up to date with everything we got going on there. We're free and available on Odyssey, Spotify. When you find us on one of those platforms, hit the subscribe button, be a part of our community there. And then, of course, Roku and Amazon Fire. Yes, we are available on those platforms. Take advantage of it there. Follow me at JMCH316 on Twitter. We'll be back with you tomorrow for a hump day edition of Hitting Hard. This is John Chuckery on Locked on Sports Atlanta. 